but you said the, you were touched when you were younger and you felt like that was the reason why you were gay. I was about seven or eight. Mm. And, you know, my grandma, she was like the sweetest person ever. She's let all of our family like stay with us. Mm. Like when they had problems at their own home, she's let them stay with us. So I had a cousin um, stay with us. So, like I said, I was like seven, eight years old. So like late, around like midnight or so, like he would like sneak into my room, uh, and I was like, "He won't." It's like late. I don't think about getting up for school in the morning. So um, he just come in. He'll pull my pants down, touch on me, and then he would penetrate me. What's up? What's up? This is the Chop by T podcast where we get real. Bro, Authentic Conversations, I'm your host, T. And to the right of me, we got my brother, my dear brother, the honorable, the unconquerable TJ. Tell him what's up, TJ. What's going on? TJ, I want to get right into it. Um, you said something on, the, I think it was the last episode you did, where you said, and it was quick, you know, you said the, you were touched when you were younger, and you felt like that was the reason why you were gay. Right? Correct. And you said it so quick, and at first I wanted to dive into it on the episode, but I feel like a topic like that, if you were willing to talk about it, deserved its own actual, you know, episode. And like I said, I want to get right into it. I wanted to uh, ask you, like, start from the beginning, uh, everything leading up to it. How did all of that happen? Um, I know... I was about seven or eight. And, you know, my grandma, she was like the sweetest person ever. She's let all of our family like stay with us. Like when they had problems at their own home, she's let them stay with us. So I had a cousin um, stay with us. So, like I said, I was like seven, eight years old. So, like late, around like midnight or so, like he would like sneak into my room. Uh, and I was like, he won't. It's like late. I don't think about getting up for school in the morning. So um, he just come in. He'll pull my pants down, touch on me, and then he penetrate me. Uh-huh. So me being that young, I I wasn't thinking like nothing of it. I didn't know what sex was, mm-hmm. nothing like that. So it was kind of weird at first. I'm like, this is my cousin. It's hurting. Like I'm crying at the same time. So I'm like. Do he know what he's doing? Because he's considerably older than me, about six or seven years older than me. Mm-hmm. So to me, I feel like you know what you're doing at this point. Right. You know you're violating me at this point. So I'm like, do you care that you're doing it? Or are you just, are you trying to violate me purposely? Mm-hmm. Are you trying to hurt me? Or are you, it's like something mentally wrong where you violate your own kinfolk like this. Like, yeah. it's weird to me. So it's just like, from then on, like, I just felt weird. But it was Crazy because I seen a podcast of this guy, this bodybuilder, Sean T. He was like, the same thing happened to him, but at the same time, he felt like a closeness. So I just feel like that was me too because like I was at a stage where I was like, I'm vulnerable and this is the only person that I can talk to about this or I can deal with personally. Like I couldn't talk to nobody about it because like you at a young age and I'm, I just feel like now looking at it back then, folks weren't going to believe you no way. So... He was the only person that knew. Like, I literally didn't even tell my mom to last year about any of this. 
Wow. Like, I literally didn't tell her nothing because I was, like, in my feelings about my grandmother. And I'm just crying. I'm like, I feel like you don't like me because I'm gay. She's like, why would you say that? I said, I just feel like you would love me more if I preferred a woman. And she like, it's not the idea of lifestyle I see for you, but I still love you regardless. And I was explaining to her, like, I feel like I wouldn't be like this if he didn't, like, mess with me. And she was like, what are you talking about? I was like, yeah, like, my cousin used to, like, rape me while y'all was gone. Like, my mom, grandma, everybody was gone. It was, like, me and all my cousins just, like, basically take care of myself at that young age. So my cousin, my other cousin, Jay, like, he was, like, heavily in the street. So mm-hmm. I used to literally always want to go with him. Like, pleading, like, let me let me hang with you. Let me go with you. Mm-hmm. He never would let me go. So I'm, like, stuck at the house with this dude. Yeah. So, I mean, at a young age, what can you do? Right. Like, you know, I've been small my whole entire life. So, I mean, trying to fight back, I just feel like it wasn't even an option. Mm-hmm. So, when you are going back, in the moments when all, everything is happening or when you're going through it, it never, like, as a kid, you never thought, like, I should tell somebody about this? Never. Never. And what did he say afterwards? Was it? It was just don't tell nobody. Yeah. Like, don't say nothing. It's between you and I. So, I, like I said, never did. Mm. And then, like, frequently up until, like, I know I was about, like, 9 or 10. It happened for, like, two years. Yeah. Like, because I used to either, like I said, my folks was always working, so a lot of my older family used to watch us. Yeah. Like, I used to go over my cousin's house, and he would be over there, or he will be just over our house, like, randomly. Yeah. So. And do you know if he ever did it to anybody else in the family? They've never said anything. The yeah. only person I told before my mom was my cousin. I told her, I know I was probably, like, 16 when I told her. Yeah. And like, of course, me and her, like, just an emotion, like emotional moment. But I was like, I just really feel like if he didn't do it, I will. I feel like I mentally I will be better. Yeah. Because I do, like, in my moments of grief about my grandmother, I still think about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think about all the pain and the trauma that caused me because, I mean, I'm still kind of, like, angry to this day. I went to therapy for it, like, last, I went to, like, last May. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I go on and off now when I have those little moments that I think about it because I feel like I'm still not really just over it. Right. Because I just can't grasp the fact that you would do that to somebody like a child. Yeah. Like an innocent child. Like, I just don't understand it. A child and you were helpless. You couldn't do anything to defend yourself at all. At all. What, okay, now that you, how, how does that really affect you mentally? Does that make you nervous around males? How did that, I'm talking about not even now, it was just back then. Were you nervous around men or males? Yeah. I I just feel like I was scared of him, mm-hmm. of anything. So that's why I always, like, tried to, like, plead to go with my cousin. Like, every time he'll go with his friend, I was like, hey, let me just go with y'all. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm literally, like, saying without saying I don't want to be at home yeah. with this dude. Like, yeah. I'm trying to go with y'all. So my cousin, I mean, of course he's looking out for me at the same time because he was in the streets heavily, so... He didn't want me around that kind of stuff. He's smoking. He doing stuff with the gangs. And like, he didn't want me around right. it too. But at the same time, he didn't know what was going on at the house. Yeah. So it's like, I'm stuck either way. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't even go where I felt safe. And then when I'm at home, I wasn't safe. Yeah. Mm. And, all right, when you decided to tell your mother about it, what is she, you know? Oh, she was furious. She was like, 
if she would have known, she probably would have killed him. Yeah, for sure. Like she, she's like she never knew that. She never had a a thought. It crossed her mind about mm. wh- why I am like I am. So me telling her she has a, a clear picture, but at the same time, I mean, my mom's like super sweet, so I probably could have told her. Yeah. She she most definitely would have believed me. Yeah, but it's just like. I don't know. That's why I feel like I have a problem trusting like people or I tell you prior like I hate when I'm dealing with a man and I feel like I'm getting played You're or played. you you, you yeah. playing with my emotions or you just like basically trying to take advantage of me at yeah. the same time. Like because uh, 'cause I've never ran into a person like we have a mutual understanding of what like what we're getting into. I just feel like your actions do one thing, your words do another thing. So I just yeah. be when I feel played, I don't like that feeling. So I feel like that's kinda like a trigger for me. Right. Like when I feel played, I just feel like I have to get even. Now that I have the voice to speak up or say something or do something about it, mm-hmm. I basically retaliate. Yeah. But this is my old mindset. I used to retaliate. But now I feel like I'm growing to a space where I am like able to brush things off, like deal with them better yeah. without like having to be low down or like make people feel low as I am. Yeah. yeah. And I'm pretty sure like it was a lot of anger there you were seven years old and it started to happen to you during some of the most important years of your life as far as like the development of you as a human Mm -hmm. and this is happening to you occasionally for two years what what ended up how did it stop how did it end uh he went to jail he was Uh in and out of jail like frequently so it was like to a point where like he basically wasn't allowed to even be out by house because he was stealing, like, roguish. Like, you stealing from my grandmother. You stealing from my home because you, like, on drugs real bad. Right. So I'm like, I know you probably went on drugs at, like, 12 and 13. So right. I'm just trying to figure out what possessed you to do mm-hmm. that. So I'm thinking, like, me, at the same time, trying to get people like that the benefit of the doubt, like, did someone mess with you? That's, yeah, that's what so I'm So I'm like, I'm trying to give you the benefit of the doubt, but at the same time, like, I feel like it was still unwarranted. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, do he even deserve the benefit of the doubt? Exactly. Yeah. You never had a conversation with him about it? Oh, he's dead now. He's dead now? Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, even prior to him passing away, you never... Like, I just... Like I said, it was so much resentment. Like, I just hated to see him. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, you can't... I just feel like you can't really... You have to, but you can't really forgive anybody yeah. for doing something like that to, to you. Because it, it was like so many moments, like, I hated myself, like... You the reason I'm like what I am. So I just feel like I tried for the longest to like date girls or try to like girls. It just like I just never feel like whole enough to like be a protective woman when I just feel like my own innocence was taken from me. So I just feel like how can I be strong enough to protect you when I let somebody do that to me? Yeah. 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 Do you have you. So you really feel like because that happened to you, that's the reason why you. You were gay? I feel like I got 100%. Yeah. Because, like, me, I know a lot of people said they were raised around women a lot or a bunch of girls, but I think I had an even even kill of people I was around. Like, mm. I had my older guy cousins and my girl cousins who were about the same age as me. Mm. And I hung around, like, equally, but I just feel like if it, if it wasn't for that, I, would, I, I feel like I would be normal. So you feel like you're not normal? In a sense, I just feel like I'm... Always hated and targeted because something that was out of my out control. Of your control. So I'm like, people can't stand gay people or hate me. I'm like, do you even know my story? They don't even you? know your fucking story. Like, you don't know my story. You don't know what I've been through. 
So, but they see me react as an adult and don't think about my trauma. So they try to, I mean, of course, they're going to see what I am now. Like, some people don't ever heal from this. Some people kill themselves over stuff like that. So I'm like, me, I feel like I'm still in my healing process of it because, like, I'm telling you, like, there are times I still think about, like, like, how can you do that to your own family member? Yeah. How, how, like, what possessed you to do that? Mm. So it's always, like, I have my little moments where I just think back, like, like, why did I let that happen? I should have said something. Yeah. Like I said, I'm really close to my mom. I was really close to my grandmother. I really feel like I probably could have said something. Mm-hmm. But, like, me, I didn't want to. I don't know. I just feel like I probably would get in trouble because, like, I see movies where a lot of people don't believe kids. Yeah. So now I just feel like what would have happened if I would have said something? Like if I would have gotten like therapy or something sooner, or if I would have, you know, did something sooner, I'd probably be better now. Yeah. What do you, what type of kid were you? I mean, me, yeah, I felt like I was like I am now, like fun, loving. Like I just like basically like stay after that incident. I never want to go outside. Like I would just like play video games. Watching shit like Power Rangers and stuff. Like, I never wanted to, like, really go anywhere. Yeah. Like, I just basically stayed at home. Like, all my cousins used to go out and stuff. I'm just, I was just a homebody. Mm-hmm. Like, I just feel like it It took a lot out of me. Like, I just didn't want to do nothing. I didn't want to be around people. Like, I had to go to school most times. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I was always picked on. Yeah. Like, until, like, middle school. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, y'all really don't know what happened to me. So, I'm like, y'all just picking on me because you... See me from the outside or how I speak or how I talk or my mannerism, like like you have no idea what I've been through. So Yeah. Yeah. So fast forward to now, you in adulthood and you still battling with this, a battling with your trauma. Like when you finally or not even to now, fast forward to like eighteen, nineteen, you know, and you still battling with this, what are you doing in the moment to cope with it? Years later, because, you know, we hit this stage where we, when we become adults, 18, 19, we got to get out on our own and figure it out. And you kind of like let off into the world. How do you adjust to handle all of this at that point? I mean, I think I try to stay busy. Yeah. Like, I try like I've been working two jobs since 16. So yeah. I feel like the more I work or the more if I keep myself occupied, I don't my mind don't race. Yeah. I don't think about stuff. So I feel like that's why I work a lot now. So I don't think about those moments of grief or pain that I've been through, I, I always try to keep myself busy. I'm always trying to make other people feel good now. Yeah. So and you do that through your comedy as well. That's so, why you big on comedy. I don't sound like it was like a, something I read online, like people who are like that been through the most. Yeah. Like most comedians been had a really hard life. So I was like, this to me, that's true. Yeah. Because like I said, I'm trying to stay busy. I'm trying to like branch off into more comedy and branch off to making more people feel to feel good, like because yeah. like people don't have that nowadays. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm tr- I'm getting there. It's still yeah. it's still a process. Do moments like that or seeing stuff like that make you afraid to have kids? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because yeah. like, I mean, your family are your first friends and your first like interaction with people. So right. you can't trust family. Like, who can you trust? Yeah, like. People, you let your kid go to daycare or anything, and you don't know what's going on. Right, right. So you don't know if it's a perv in there mm-hmm. preying on your child or not. So, mm-hmm. like, what do you do in moments like that? And then you try to help or defend your child. You, you basically probably could <laughs> go to jail or anything. Yeah. And your child's innocent. Like, what yeah. can you do? Yeah, yeah. And that that incident or that 
tragedy or whatever you want to call it pretty much shaped your entire life. You know, you in a space now and you said you still in your healing process, you out of your 20s, in your early 30s, you still in your healing process even to this day. And you, I know you said you were in therapy. Like, what other coping mechanisms do you have outside of therapy and work? I mean, I really just try to be kind of sort of an advocate. Like, I be want people to, I be wanting to, I be interested to know about people like myself. Like, mm-hmm. I want to know, like, why do you feel like you're gay or why are you gay? Like, did something happen to you? Yeah. Because I'm like, that's like, I mean, the thing with most gay people, like, somebody missed with them when they were younger. Yeah. So the more people I see like myself, I'll be, I'm just curious to know, like, what happened to you? Like, what's your story? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a coping thing just to, like, find people who relate to me and understand yeah. me. Find a village. Yes. Yeah, outside so, of your village that you have. So it's, I mean, I try to do that. I mean, I try to understand people. And like I said, healing, like, taking the time out to heal now, like, putting forth the effort to go to therapy, it, it's, it's helping me a lot. Yeah. Like, it's really helping me heal, helping me deal and just helped me like look for signs of like stuff like that. Even with my younger like family, I try to watch like I'm real protective of my younger cousin. Like I like love them to death. Like I always want them to be open. And like with me, like if anybody mess with you like that or like missing like doing something inappropriate, please like tell somebody. Like talk yeah. to your folks. Yeah. Because our family like now like we're so close knit. Like we we gonna believe. You. Right. We, we just want to know. Right. Right. And you haven't told anyone else in your family, have you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just my mom and my cousin. Yeah. So this is this is a big thing for you. Oh yeah. I'm like, yeah. I told you preparing for this like it's scary because like people like people like who know me like know it's me, like it's funny, mm-hmm. like just making people laugh. So like I don't think anybody knows like my trauma. I would have never knew this about you. Like and I've been nobody. knowing you for a long time. I mean, we went to the same school. I used to see you all the time. I've known you for a long time. And I would have never knew that you've been through this. Like it, like I said, it shaped me, and I just feel like it didn't shape me correctly. It just like yeah. it, it just left a void. Like yeah. I, I still just be feeling like moments of like, why me? Yeah, and a, but the beauty of it is, it may have shaped, or quote unquote, shaped who you are today, but it, it hasn't defined. Like you didn't let that moment make you a bitter bad person right. like most people when your name is brought up will say a few things one of them is funny one of them is honest that's what i hear the most when your name is brought up funny honest and a good person you know you didn't let that turn you into a bitter person and turn turn and do you feel like a lot of the because i know you feel hate and anger do you feel like that anger as opposed to going out to the world you turn the inward to yourself I do. Yeah. I just, because me, like, thinking about, like, you can't change the past, but at the same time, you, like, I really should have said something. Yeah. Growing up, like, I really, I really should have told somebody sooner. Mm -hmm. Because, like, it could have stopped sooner. Yeah. Like, I could have been protected sooner. Yeah. Yeah. How does that anger manifest, or how did it manifest as you got older? Did it lead to anything, any bad habits in it? I mean, I just, like. Just lash, like yeah. lash out, like to my mom, like knowing she didn't deserve it. Like, I mean, just bitter, like then, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. like people didn't know. And I'm like, just always angry, like mad, like mm-hmm. not really just like taking the time to internalize, like that was like the main reason, like somebody took advantage of me. And then I'm always like 
basically lashing out on somebody else because yeah. like I really feel like I wasn't brave enough to say nothing yeah. at that age. Yeah. Yeah. I think at that age it's not meant for you to be brave though. You know, it's not meant for you to have that level of courage or bravery. You innocent. Like and somebody took your innocence. I wanna ask you, what are you learning about yourself in therapy right now? Um to be honest, I'm learning like it's okay to hurt. Yeah. It's okay to take as much time as you need to heal and just don't ever go back to that place. Like yeah. you have to keep going. You can't wallow in it. You have to be strong enough to pull yourself out of it. Like she gave me one exercise about like talking to your friend and then, then look at their trauma and then see that they're still here. They yeah. didn't give up. Yeah. She's like, you always use like the people around you as motivation. Cause like nobody's giving up around you. Right. Right. So I like I really try to like keep that near and dear to me because I could have gave up. Yeah. Like because that was some dark times for me. Like I really could have gave up. And I I think I think that's important. I think that it's important to highlight the fact that you didn't give up. It's important to highlight the fact that you're even at this moment to this day continuing to try to heal yourself based off something that you could not control. And I know I, I I haven't been in the situation that you've been in, so it's hard for me to like tell you something. But I would like to say that if you 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 felt as though you weren't, you know, brave enough back then. But the reality is you shouldn't have had to be brave. That's one. But two, you're brave enough now to communicate that and talk about it and also grow from it and you haven't gave up. I appreciate that because I feel like a lot of people don't. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, healing is hard for anything. Like, no matter what you're kind of going through, healing is, like, probably the hardest process in life. Mm-hmm. Like, healing from, like I say, trauma, grief, anything. Like, so that's why I'm, like, constantly trying to stay on the path to healing. And so, like, I don't feel like I ever be, like, normal, normal again or back to that state of innocence. But I, I really feel like I'm... I'm straightening in the right way. Yeah. When he when he died, when he passed, was it how did how did you feel? I can't even say I, I felt like I was empty. Like I just feel it wasn't nothing. Like I just feel like like honestly, like it probably should have been sooner because like I just feel like you an evil person. Yeah. Like Yeah. I hate to be that way to family, but at the same time, like I mean, you you probably should have been dead sooner. Yeah. Yeah. If you could look at him right now and and ask him anything or tell him anything, what would you say? I would definitely say you didn't win. Yeah. I would definitely say you broke me at that moment, but you, you won't ever again. I love it. I love it. Listen, this is, <laughs> this is, you know, this was a rough one even for me. I didn't realize this would be that rough for me. You know, I didn't realize that. But I do want to say, though, that, man, bro, I, we truly never know what the other people around us are going through. You know, we truly never fully understand what's going on. And I think you're a testament to that and, like, a symbol of strength in that way. And I want to ask, you know, that you keep on doing the work on yourself but also you know continue to reach out and find people like yourself to just try to and and that's amazing that see you don't even realize probably how many lives you you probably done already saved not even just just from being able to monitor your the kids in the family and watch them 
how many people you are, you probably already been able to prevent something like that from happening to by having that mentality and attitude. And I think that's the silver lining and stuff like this. Yeah. I Like I said, I want people to be open to have that conversation. Like, if something did happen, like, like please don't give up. Like, yeah. just find your village, find someone to talk to. Like, I encourage anybody to get into therapy now because, I mean, that was, like, pivotal for me. Yeah. yeah. And I did. I, seen a, I see a lot of people who went through stuff like this. The thing is always, to, it's like an overcompensation. You know, one of the things that I see, I seen Kevin Gates talk about it. You know, it was an overcompensation. He started to learn martial arts. He started to be extremely aggressive and violent towards people and stuff like that. You know, and I know you talked about, you know, what you, your response to it was as well. I just want to, I don't know, man. I just want to say I'm sorry. I don't know why I want to <laughs> say I'm sorry. Like, seriously, though. Like, I just want to, because I, as I look at you and I, I see you tell this story, I think about my own boy. You know what I mean? I think about my own baby, you know, who, I don't know, it just gets me emotional a little like, bit. I think about my own baby. I think about, like, him going through that or being vulnerable in that moment and somebody taking advantage of him. It just bothers I me. Mean, it's scary. Like, you know? And, like, times now are getting even crazier, so you just, I mean, you really never know. Yeah, yeah. But I, listen, I just want to say, I appreciate you coming on talking about it. I'm not laughing like that's just that's my one of my things I do. Like I appreciate you coming on talking about it like but bro like I don't know, I'm sorry. <laughs> like I'm serious, bro. Like it's just like I mean, you I, didn't do nothing. It's just like I I don't want people to be just like anybody just be aware of stuff like that. Yeah. I, that's my main goal like just always like be mindful of your kids like just watch for signs, watch for, like, changes in, like, behavior. Like, I mean, if you ever leave anybody alone with somebody, I mean, just ask questions or be mindful. Like, something may possibly happen, like, with anything. So I just want people to just be open-minded with stuff like that. Like, it's hard that you can't trust family, but at the same time, I mean, you have to be mindful of stuff like that. Yeah. TJ, I appreciate you coming on and telling your story, man. Wow. As always, it's a good time to... It's a it's always it's always a good time or a good moment with you, you know, having you on the show and everything like that. Um, as we mentioned on the show, you do have uh, a lot of uh, you doing comedy now, mm-hmm. and you've been doing comedy for a while now. And since I've known you, you've been a funny person. So, <laughs> listen, uh, I'm gonna put your social medias on the thing, but tell people where your social medias and all that is so they can follow you. Give you some encouraging. Fucking messages or something. Something like that. Like. Y'all can follow me on TikTok at Teach the Original. Mm. Uh, Instagram, heavy on the petty underscore underscore. Mm. You can also find me on Facebook. My name is By Lance. By Lance. You, wanna, you might want to make all them one thing. <laughs> you might want to make out the one thing <laughs> so we can find you but regardless <laughs> I'm going to put all your social medias and everything in the bio you can find the social medias and everything like that and reach out to him give him some encouraging words you know hell reach out to me too I'm <laughs> fucked up right now listen I am uncomfortable <laughs> I wanted to tell a joke but I couldn't tell one alright <laughs> but anyway man I appreciate you coming on listen this is the Chop by T podcast we'll get real raw I think the conversation until next time